It's great to see the church slowly filling up again. If we were to go around, and we won't, but if we were to go around person by person and just pose the question, why are you here today, this morning? Imagine the wide range of answers that would be there. Some people on their own, absolutely positively, wanted to be here. They got up, prepared themselves, and that's why they're here. Other people maybe were brought here um, because they're a member of a family. Let's be brutally honest, not everybody here necessarily wanted to be here. Maybe somebody came with their spouse, maybe someone was brought by their parents. When I was in high school, probably almost every Sunday, I showed up at Mass because my girlfriend was there. We've since separated, you'll be happy to know. (laughs) But lots of different reasons we show up. I'm mentioning that because certainly today we reflect on the coming of the Holy Spirit, but of course every Mass we are flooded, if you like, with the Spirit's grace. And yet, where does that go? It's one thing to say when I'm here, when I'm in the church, when I'm receiving sacraments, when I see the flames over my head. I can think about it. Come, Holy Spirit, this is what we're doing. There's something recognizable and familiar in this space. But what happens when that's not quite the case? And I love the fact that the church gives us the sequence of readings that they do. Because, and it's sort of backwards maybe, because we have to have the gospel where we read the gospel, and that Pentecost scene is from Acts of the Apostles. But if we can just flip it around for a moment, What we see in the Gospel of John is before this Pentecost event. And there's still something very familiar about Jesus then. Yes, of course, he's resurrected, he walks through walls. But when they look at him, they see more or less the man that they knew. And he breathes his spirit upon them. But they were gathered there together out of fear. And when he comes, they receive the spirit but they receive it in more or less familiar surroundings. And we know that when they receive the Spirit then, it's not enough just to blow the doors open and have them go out and proclaim to the world, because a little bit later, they're back there again. Jesus shows up again. And once again, there's a comfort, a familiarity. They see the face of the man they know and love, even in his resurrected state. But what we celebrate today, this Feast of Pentecost, that Jesus, the one they recognize, the one who walks through walls and eats fish and has breakfast with them, he's gone. He's gone and he's not coming back. Not in that form anyways, in that immediately recognizable way, in that way that has the continuity. He was here as a man, resurrected, but before the ascension. And so when we come on the scene today, it's not him there breathing the Spirit. He's gone. And then the Spirit comes. And yes, it's very dramatic, the rushing and the tongues of flame and all of that. And we often recognize this moment as the birthday of the church in a way. But if you could just highlight one little moment on that birthday, I would zero in Not when the wind comes blowing through, not when the tongues of flame are overhead, but at that very moment of decision, when they had to decide 
what am I going to do with this grace? For us Catholics, that grace is not irresistible. We are not robots. They weren't forced to go out and do anything. They were inspired. They were on fire, we might say. But they didn't have to do what they did. And in that unfamiliar territory, they made a decision. They made a critical decision. And out they went, and they proclaimed to the world. We know the rest of it. So just an invitation, I think, for us to think for ourselves, what do we do, what do I do with that grace of the Spirit when I'm outside the friendly confines, when I'm in a situation that I don't quite recognize, I don't maybe see friendly faces, I don't see the presence of God, I don't have a visceral sense of the sacraments right at my fingertips, but the grace is there. Lots of different ways to answer that question, of course. I like to think about the Beatitudes, right? I mean, we talk about the Ten Commandments, and I'm a big fan. We should all follow those. But think about the Beatitudes for a moment, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Or as St. Luke says a little more pointedly, blessed are the poor. Do I take the grace of this moment, and do I live that? Not just when I'm here and I'm singing or praying about it. What does it mean? to actively say, I want to be poor in spirit. I want to seek out the humility that that brings. I want to put myself in a stance of receptivity. And that can all sound very vague and abstract, but you know what I'm getting at here. It looks like something very concretely for each one of us, in our families, in our marriages, in our jobs. Some of you just back from school or soon will be flooded with students returning home from college, great opportunities there. What does it look like when we're in a new environment, different from the one we've been used to living in? Blessed are the peacemakers. What does it mean to make peace? Yeah, we know what it sounds like. We know God wants us to be peacemaking. But concretely, what does that mean for us? What does it mean to say, I want the courage to step into something where I don't know how it's going to unfold? Peter had no guarantee whatsoever when he stepped out on the rooftops and started speaking on the day we commemorate today. He had no guarantee whatsoever how his words would be received. And he made a choice in that moment, not with the Jesus he could recognize right there on his shoulder, cheering him along, But in that moment, at that time, to take the Spirit in that way. And where is there a need? Where is there a call for some peace? Once again, in an ugly, ugly way, we saw more violence breaking out in the Middle East. But it's easy to keep that on the other side of the world. What is it that we're being asked to wade into? And maybe it's easier to think about that in a place like this at this time, for whatever reason you came here, but what will it mean outside the walls? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I'll be honest, I don't always hunger and thirst for righteousness. I want there to be righteousness. I want there to be justice. Somebody asked me, what do you prefer? I'd say that's what I prefer. But am I hungry for that? Do I thirst for that? Did I wake up this morning saying, this is what I want almost more than anything else? 
because it's easy for me to hang out where seemingly there's not a terrible need for that? And could I go out on my own version of the rooftops where Peter was speaking and put myself face to face, eyeball to eyeball, in an environment where hungering and thirsting for a world like that was much more obvious? And where those places are aren't necessarily the most obvious ones we might name. Maybe they're in the home we woke up in this morning. Maybe they're in the people we're with, even right now. Maybe we're with, they're with ones we know we're going to see in a week or a month. So just an invitation, a little spiritual exercise, maybe as we go forth from this Pentecost Sunday, as I'm always saying, not simply that we're watching a video from 2,000 years ago, Pentecost Day, at least in micro form for you or me, Pentecost Day for you or me will be the day, hopefully today, maybe tomorrow, certainly this week, when we make a decision in unfamiliar territory and say, I don't know exactly how this will unfold. I'm not amongst the friends who would necessarily support this decision. But I've got to go out because I've been listening to that little prick of conscience in the back of my mind. I've been feeling that nudge in my heart and I simply can't sit back anymore. Every one of us in this room would have an answer, an honest answer to the question, why are you here in this place on this morning? But maybe in some ways an equally, if not even more important question to answer is, and what will the fact that you're here today mean for us tomorrow?